Greetings, beautiful people. This is Jay here from Lads Talk Health and as always, sending nothing but love and kindness and positivity to all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. Please, please, if you enjoy it, let other people share your enjoyment. Love to you all. We're live. Hello, hello, you wonderful, absolutely beautiful souls out there. As always, sending you nothing but love kindness and good health in these times i could do a bit of good health myself apologies in advance i've still got a bit of man flu going on at the moment but uh, i hope everybody is genuinely healthy living their best lives their best selves and being kind to each other as i always said they're so important people just waiting for my beautiful mate harry harry thomas to jump on Invited you, mate. You should have. Uh, go. How you doing? You alright? Yeah, good, mate. You? Yeah, good. That was a good little chat just beforehand. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> so that's been nice. Yeah, yeah. Because that's been on my mind the last. Well, just even what I witnessed, like I was saying before. Hello, Lisa. Um, and F four five made the vow. Um, anyway, welcome everybody to Lads Talk Health. As I was saying in the intro, still a little bit bunged up, so I've got my tissue here. Uh, Haza, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thank you. I want to start by encouraging people to uh, have a look at our uh, recent podcast that we was on. Um, have you listened to it? It's brilliant. It's good, isn't it? We've we yeah, Ken. Really, really good. Yeah, so the Fred to Enlightenment is his uh, page is called, and he's just posted it on yeah. iTunes and, and Spotify. But it's one of the first podcasts that me and James have done as a two, and you can just see how we bounce off of each other. Our story always stays the same, so we can both do it for each other. So we're in sync like that. And it, yeah, it was just a, an enjoyable chat, that one. And uh, definitely worth checking out his page because he's an incredible guy. Yeah, he was. He bounced. That's the beautiful thing. When you share energy with likes old people, that you feel them come alive. Because if you listen to the stuff he was saying, Harry, he couldn't wait to like go. <laughs> Basically, like I love that the kid comes out. And it's like that's what I think. You know, it's like that. And you think, yeah, that's good. It's not what you think. It's what you know. And that's the beauty of of this stuff. Is is where yeah, is when them knowings. Uh, Alisa Allen waved. Hello again, Lisa Allen. Um, but yeah, it's important. Um, but yeah, I want, I want to touch on the conversation we was having before. Uh, and, and your what-if thing. I'm going to chuck... We've, we've not, you only brought up the what-if thing, but I, I was thinking as I was getting ready, I was getting my little box shrine ready, chair. Um, we can chuck some what-ifs into this. But me and Harry beforehand was talking about something called cognitive dissonance. Now... If that's a term you're not familiar with, if you look around the whole world at the moment, this plane that we live on, we are experiencing cognitive dissonance. Okay, so co what cognitive dissonance is, is, and make it relevant to you, the human. So for me, James, my cognitive dissonance, which is still there, I'm still trying to work things up. But cognitive dissonance is when you, you've got two beliefs one you'll always is what you're being told so currently this is just my my opinion okay this is my opinion that's my disclaimer currently i'm being told that there's a virus um going on uh has been for a couple of years really serious because if you think of what the the repercussions have been because of this virus, lockdown, children in masks, you know, we know masks aren't good for you. You're not supposed to be breathing in your own crap. That's what the body naturally does is expel crap. So we've got all this stuff going on. People can't see loved ones and all the rest of it. So that's what we're being told. Okay, now on top of that, to add to this, the caveat, we've now got to take a vaccine and all the rest of it. Um, so that's one belief that I'm being told that I, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a virologist. I'm not a vaccinationist. <laughs> okay. So I have to take on these opinions and beliefs because that's what they are. But then on the other hand, 
what's really underlining, and this is cognitive dissonance, because cognitive dissonance is holding two conflicting beliefs. What's underlining this belief over here, what's conflicting, sorry, conflicting it massively, is the fact that the people that are telling me all this stuff are also telling me that it's a 99% survival rate for this virus. So that brings up a, oh, hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted because all of this stuff is happening, all these lockdowns, and now you're telling me to take this vaccination, which from my own experience as being a dad, as being a father, okay, way back when, when my son was born 10 years ago, nearly 11, I realised, Mr. So-called Awake and looking into all the other stuff that I'd been looking into for the last, prior to that, 10 years prior to that, before Leo came along, was that I never knew what a vaccine was. I knew that I'd had, I'd had one in my whole life, a TB one, which I'm still, I know loads of people will have that mark, that little sort of weird jelly mark that you get on your arm. But that's my Did you have your TB one done, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so that's a cool mark to have. That's it. So the TB, that was it. I remember we all queued up. So, But then when me and my wife, my lovely wife, when we, what we realized was as soon as we, you, you get pregnant, you get pregnant, my wife gets pregnant, and you go to the doctors, straight away they're talking about vaccinations. From day one, baby's not even here yet, and you're getting told, right, this, that, and the other. And it was just something that popped up in my head at the time, uh, because my, my wife wasn't as, she still isn't as, she still thinks I'm a bit of a nutcase over some of the stuff that we, we I'm going to bring you into that, that we hold opinions on. Um, but something just clicked that surely as a dad, and like I said, I'm proud of this. I don't know where this comes from other than in, an inherent soulful but universal knowledge. It said, surely as a dad, James, before you rush out now just to inject your kid, find out what's inside them. Simple, find out. So anyway, I'm going to not show that story because that involved, and it's a genuinely, genuine story, that involved a very famous, well-known doctor at the time who was the head of the UK's vaccination world, if you like, who used to be on uh, not TVAM, the, the ITV after TVAM, TVAM show my age, but after TVAM is the next one. He was on that all the time. It wasn't Dr. Hillary Jones, by the way. It was the other one. I forgot his name, but I, I can bring that up. Anyway, involved in speaking to a doctor who accused us immediately of, of basically wanting, wanting to kill our child. As God is my witness, we had a, an email with an apology, not from him, but from his department, because the call was, was recorded. So from, from that point on, I, I questioned vaccinations. So bringing it up to speed all these years later, is now that when they're saying you've got to have this vaccination and, and the first one might not be that effective, so you need to have another one. And how you, there, there's talks, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but you know there's talks now about indefinite boosters yes, having every six months, every six months having a booster. So again, this is a fact, this is a truth, because this isn't from me. This is from the same people, and this is cognitive dissonance. This is the importance you are, of your understanding, because I'm telling you, whoever gets to watch this, most of your life and most of your opinions are based on cognitive dissonance at its core. Stuff that you've been told, you don't really know about, let's be honest. I'm not saying I do, by the way. I'm saying that's what I'm in. Like, I don't know about a lot of stuff that I've formed opinions on from other people. This doesn't really affect kids in any way. They're at the same time the people that are telling us that still to this day it is a 99% survival rate if you just let your body deal with it. <laughs> Which, by the way, is the same stats as the cold and the common flu, a common flu, common cold and the flu, which has disappeared <laughs> apparently. So. This is my point. That's an example of cognitive dissonance. I'm not saying I'm swaying in beliefs either way. I'm giving you two beliefs that we're being told. Oh, this pandemic's here. It's going to kill you. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. You've got to do the other. And on the same hand, same people. Oh, by the way, it's 99% survival rate. That's a good example of cognitive dissonance. And why, for me, is this a sore point at the moment is because I'm witnessing people get fall out with family members. They're now talking about certain people... You know, there'll be, again, it's, it's, it's still uh, the, um, ideas at the moment. It's not coming to play. It's not been implemented. But talking about passports for young people going into nightclubs and, and other places for people to gather. Like, it's, 
it's some pretty powerful stuff that, that that's being pushed on us at the moment, which is putting us into this state where, again, from experience, I'm saying, hmm, I'm not sure what's going on at the minute if I agree with everything. Something inside of me is saying, I'm smelling a bit of shit somewhere along the way here. Yeah. You just broke it down to everything that is going on. Again, keep going back. Like, you, if I asked you, do you actually agree with what they're doing here? So they're forcing kids to have vaccines and kids have never been affected with COVID. They've already said that. So that makes no sense. They, um, they tell you that there is a 99% survival rate. So like just that logic alone, that's like saying that you're, you've got 99% um, survival rate from cancer, 1% of getting cancer, you might as well do chemo. <laughs> that doesn't make, if you just use the numbers and put it to anything else in life, like then it doesn't make any sense. But people then argue that because they don't want to have to admit that they've been following these words from someone else that actually makes no sense. Like people would rather not be wrong than accept that they've been wrong. And that's the, the challenge you see. In, and it comes back to our first point all the time is the ego. You sometimes have these conversations knowing that they've done no research on it. You literally throw in something that is undeniable. Like for example, guys, the PCR tests, they've been discontinued. They failed their emergency testing protocol. So in December, they will not be any more PCR tests. The only way that you find out that COVID exists is from the PCR tests. The reason why it failed is because it couldn't determine the difference between the standard flu, influenza, and COVID. So it, it failed. So the coup, the, coup <laughs> the flu just disappeared off the, place, the face of the earth last year, just gone, vanished. The overall death numbers were pretty much the same as any other year. And then COVID come. Going back to that test, we've already shown you and they told us that it doesn't work. They're getting rid of it in December. So, so where does COVID? Like people argue with me about COVID cases and this and that. If we just go straight back to that bit, they've just told you that they can't work out if it's COVID or cold. And the cold disappeared last year. Surely you just put the two and two together. And it's not just one person. There's millions of people around the world who are highlighting this to you. That's where the cognitive dissonance is, I find really interesting, is that there's millions of people showing you, telling you, guys, wake up. Like, we're not all wasting our energy for no reason. Wake up because here is just, read this. Just literally read it. What do you think about it? People choose not to even go down that. That's the, the thing. It's, it's five minutes. Watch it. What do you think about what that doctor just said about people dying from the vaccine? He's very credible. Here's all his stats. Here's his portfolio. What do you think? They won't even do that, but they will argue with you and say, you're wrong and you're a nutcase and you're this. But there's the evidence. It's there. It's like the Bible's there. And it's again, really interesting. It is, mate. And to touch on a couple of things you just said, so about the PCR test, again, again, I said, please look into this, guys, because what we'll do tonight, has, which we've already done, which is great, is we've actually, we, we're using their narrative. Hi, Jojo, by the way. We're using their narrative on everything. Okay, so like Harry just said, their narrative is, and by the way, people, there are now scores and scores of conglomerates <laughs> of doctors and solicitors and lawyers and and good people, honest people that are from all over the world that are suing governments all over the world for lying about this. Again, that's the truth. That's mainstream narrative. You can find that happening at the moment. But like Harry just said about PCRs. Okay, so like, listen to what he just said. So he said, it's now been completely accepted that they failed. But what was his next sentence? They're not being discontinued until December. So people will still go and get these jabs, sorry, these tests, Test. which have been told they don't work, but because contractually we can't finish it contractually. So for, that, for financial reasons, we're going to use these last non-working bits of kit till December. We're going to let you know these don't work anymore, people, but you can come to this place and this place and this place to get tested just in case you want to be lied to. And people will still tell you and people will still get PCR tests and still tell you, oh, no, no, I just need to get tested. 
but you've just been told they don't work. Oh, no, I don't care. It's the thing to do. Everybody else has done it, so I'm going to get tested. That's cognitive dissonance. That's cognitive dissonance. And the truth, the truth is I now realise after witnessing it with people that are very close to me, nearest and dearest in my family, is the instant regret once they do these things. And then the regret is stemmed from the, I knew I shouldn't have done that. I'm getting, I, I'm hearing that everywhere at the moment. I did, I, I did doubt it. But, that's your cognitive dissonance. And you live in a state of cognitive dissonance through, it's also stupidity. Yes, Jojo. Yeah, in layman's terms, it's stupidity. And the thing is, Jojo, we can laugh about it because this is the thing, people, we're not being patronising or condescending. We all had, like I had my, whatever you want to call I don't like the word awakening because people put these labels. I had my change of thought way back when and yeah, initially I was angry, but now I laugh. Why do I laugh? Because I think, James, you knew a lot of the time that what you was doing wasn't right. You just, not, you know, and you can look back and you can laugh about these things. So we're not being patronizing. We're trying to share a truth. And this is a bit of funny enough. Do you know when you get into that state of truth, you do actually tend to find a lot of stuff more funny and happy because guess what? The truth normally is quite funny and happy and laughing and, and accepted because it's your truth. So you're not going to be angry about it. You can egotistically be angry, angry at your truth, but you can't be soulfully angry at your truth. It's your truth. You can enjoy your truth. And cognitive dissonance plays a role in your parenting, in your, you, you as the employee, you as, as, as you as the friend. It literally, and again, what is cognitive dissonance? It's two conflicting beliefs you hold. So you're in a pub with your mates, and one of your mates that you always know is well, he's a little bit, little bit racist. You always know he's going to come out with something. Always going to know. But you might laugh at his joke. But in your soul, you've just thought, oh, no, that, what, that one example. Another example. Um, girls. You're going out as a group of girls. There's always that one girl that you know when she goes out, she's going to make your life a little bit more difficult. She's a bit of a bitch. Let's face it, she is a bit of a bitch. Right, and inside your soul's telling you, no, you know, don't go out tonight. Uh, you know what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. But then your cognitive distance side, your, your other conflicting belief is, no, nah, it'll just be all right. And, you know, we'll just go out, we'll make the most of it, and we'll see what And then you go out, and sure enough, she's the bitch that she always is, and you knew you was walking into. That again, that's an example of cognitive dissonance. You live, we live in a state most of the times, holding two conflicting beliefs. One is your egotistical belief, and one is your soulful belief. Cognitive dissonance. That is cognitive dissonance. And when you start realizing, okay, no, yeah, no, he's right. I do pretty much, and everything I choose to do, I've got this option, I've got that option. There's always a, a left or a right. And when you, like, you get to a stage where it's not even a stage, so I don't want to give it like its levels. Or for me personally, I know this is the same for Harry. You come to a point where you can look and listen to that ego, that, that, that part that's always, you know, always, I'm not sure, versus the result of, if you go with this not sure part, the soulful part, which is always, I knew you shouldn't have done that. I told you not to do that. It, it's always there. And that, that is a vital part of every human being's makeup on this planet, cognitive dissonance. And it's something that I genuinely think we don't, I know we touched on soul, funny enough has a throughout this, just me spilling and this, I'm going to pass it straight back to you. I've just realized that is cognitive dissonance. Because like you said, by, by definition, look it up people, it's two conflicting beliefs. And I just realized one's not a belief, one's a knowing. It's just two conflicting things, ego and soul. Again, it's always the same. Yeah, it's that truth keeps biting on your ego. It's like coming to catch up with it. And so the ego is all these opinions that we've taken on as our own truth to start with or our own beliefs. But someone then presents you with some information that, again, when he explains it to you in a, a childlike logic, it's so simple, but you, you're literally not hearing it. You're just meeting this person with anger and, and personally giving them daggers but he's presenting you with information. It's, it's irrefutable, really, if you just sat back and closed your eyes and listened to it. 
it just seems just it just makes sense that that's what i i laugh so much about it it's like simple things that people hold on to so i'll go back to the moon landing the moon landing especially the older generation there is a huge cognitive dissonance there there's such a belief that we went to the moon but they've never looked into it since i can provide you with countless millions bits of information and also go and just challenge the whole narrative that we've been told on every single element to that starting at the the size of the computer that we had back then as a technology, which was eight megabytes. <laughs> That's what got us up to the moon. <laughs> like, uh, and then I would just throw it back at you. And this is whenever people have a cognitive dissonance and you have your truth, never tell them what it is. That's where it, the ego will clash with you because that's where the anger comes in. Ask them to answer the logic. What, what do you think about that, like, Ben? I just said that it's an eight megabyte um, memory computer. On the internet, you can go and get that up. They, they label it with all these big fancy words. So that's there. How did they get to the, the moon on that? And you just see their heads going. It's just... And the same again, like the technology to record or even the phone call from the moon the day we landed on it. Nixon phoned him up from his office. They picked it up on the other end. Like, we didn't have Bluetooth. <laughs> we didn't even have dial-up internet. Like, what technology did they have on the moon to even do the camera? <laughs> like, so can you just show me what technology they had? And, like, what always comes back is a, a defense. Go on Google. Yes, we, we have been going on Google. This is, this is the element. It's not about us being right. It's about dismissing what we've been told as facts quite clearly with simple logic. It is childlike logic. If you were to ask a child and you presented them with them what's going on in the world at the moment, that there's a 99% survival rate, there's lots of people taking the vaccines and loads of people against it. There's also loads of deaths, there's loads of clots, loads of side effects and stuff. But they're telling you to have it. What would you pick? Would you do it? The kid would pick the one that's most safest. It's a soulful choice. There's no ego involved. They would just pick what makes sense. And that's what we have to bring it back down to each time. And, and that hurts people when you can simplify things that much that you actually realize how stupid you are by going in another way without realizing <laughs> it's just there in front of you. And again... So let's give you an example, okay? What if, what if I was to tell you, so back in Hitler's days, they would round up thousands and thousands of children, enough to put into a fill-up a football stadium, take them off their parents under the guise of giving them some sort of treatment against, uh, I mean, some of Hitler's views was just to purify the race, Okay. So now, what if I was to tell you, last month in Australia, they rounded up 24,000 children, took them from their parents, parents wasn't allowed to go into this football stadium, to inoculate these children, three of which have already, the parents have come out and said they died in there, couldn't get into them or anything else. Reports coming out for children that were seeing, witnessed children collapsing, children fainting, children dying, thousands of children trying to run to the exit and get out of this football stadium only to be told, no, it was, it was done under police protection, no one allowed in or out. That happened last month in Australia. That actually happened. What does your cognitive distance say about that? No, it didn't. No. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. 100%. Look into it. It's been disclosed. Just not on BBC or Fox, or Sky, ones that believe it or not, again, here's your cognitive distance, pretty much every single news network on the planet, you can trace back to about four or five people, <laughs> four or five people, every platform internationally across the world that gives you your news, you can trace back to four or five people, again, no, that's not true, You that's your cognitive distance, listen to your ego, have you looked into it? Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong about that football state because that broke my heart. I'm a dad. I've got two kids. That cunt, cunt, they're, Joe just said they're constantly cutting this out. Instagram aren't happy. Yeah, Joe, I know you've seen it. You're, you're, you're someone who's you're always involved in these conversations. This is what's going on, people. 
Cognitive dissonance. I'm going to keep saying it. Your whole life currently, you are in a state of cognitive dissonance. That's how you're living. You're living in a state you where you've got... A, are you talking about... Go on, mate. So they're talking about our, is it our thing that's cut in? I mean, the life, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. See, this happened last time. They wouldn't let me promote the video as well, has I? I've had to join four times. Interesting. Well, it is interesting. It'd be interesting to see how it comes out after, because we always Yeah, because after... they, they wouldn't let me. Sorry, go on, mate. No, I was going to say, they, they, it doesn't work normally if I. Um... That's interesting if this keeps getting cut. I wonder why. Yeah, so yeah, so maybe it's the the key words and stuff, but there was some good stuff that we already spoke in there. That's the the, the my frustration with all the, the cognitive dissonance and stuff. It's like if you just stop to so all my beliefs, all the things we've looked into, all the stuff that I believe now. I'm pretty confident in knowing that it's going to happen. If you just followed me, let me just explain all of it. So this is all the stuff. This is all the madness. This is where we're at. But this is where we're potentially going. There's good happening here. In every single sector that James talked about, if you narrowed it down, it's the same people that literally control everything. These people have actually been exposed at the moment. They're going to be taken down, which leaves a lot of good coming. So if I was just to break it down and say, look, this is what's happening. Where's the anger coming in from me? Like, you're wrong and you're this. I'm like, I'm presenting you to every part, what I see and what I've got and the stories and stuff, to every part of it, like a massive web. But if you just follow me a bit further, it's going to get even better. And again, I can show you what we're being told at the moment, which we were speaking about 18 months ago, me and you, James, and this stuff in the vaccines is, is now. So the information's out there. And I always find, I ask people just to check in with your ego. What is wrong with showing you all the information out there that these vaccines are actually really bad for us? What is wrong with that? What is wrong with me showing you that there's a drug called ivermectin, which is doing wonders around the world. It's got peer-reviewed studies and stuff. It's there. Guys, if you're unsure, take that. There's research with it. It's working. What's wrong with that? Like, why are you arguing with me for talking just something that's going to help everyone. It's like, it's not about me being right in this shining light. It's just, I've got information to actually really put a lot of the percentage over in this way. And if you traced it back to masks, vaccines, COVID and stuff, I'm like, yeah, all that's really bad. We shouldn't have done any of it. We've all fooled for it. That's the cognitive distance where most of you are fooled, but there's good happening. If you can just let that bit go and just listen and let me show you more information then you're going to see, fucking hell, it might, it's actually worth looking into now. Like, there's loads happening. There's paedophiles getting locked up. There's people fighting back. The parents are joining up together on the school boards and demanding like, mm. their education for their kids. Like, there's a lot of good happening in this world if we just paid attention and stopped looking at the news. Yeah, bang on, mate. And, you know, with cognitive dissonance, there is... The, like I said, by definition, it's two conflicting beliefs. One will be a belief that is suppressing, nullifying, keeping you down, keeping you in a state of not being sure, because it's a belief. That's one side. The antithesis every time to that will be something within you. It will be something you are questioning from your soul. You're the one questioning. And again, it's cut again, Jojo, is it? Okay. Um, so... What if, for a second, you chose to put all your energy into the... We'll, we'll call, uh, do you know what? I'm going to label them as a negative and a positive. All right? So you're going to have... With cognitive dissonance, there is always a negative and a, po a positive because the reason you're in a state of cognitive dissonance is because something negative is making you question something you've always known and that, no, that can't be the case. So this question over here is your positive. That's your, that's your place of, this is my foundation that you're rocking, Mr. Negative or Mrs. Negative. So what if, what if you just chose to believe for a second that, hmm, it is a 99% survival rate. What if I don't take the vaccine? And what if I do survive like the statistics tell me? 99% 
survive rate, I will survive. Okay, okay, then take, take it, as you always say, Harry, zoom out a bit further. What if all these thousands and thousands of incredible human beings that put me to shame on a daily basis and are marching in all different places over this plane currently, all different countries, Israel, Germany, England, America, Australia, Iran, everywhere. There are, well, you collate them, you're talking millions of people. What if they are just marching for people like me and you? Because their cognitive dissonance, they've realized I'm, I am going to stand up. Yeah, cognitive dissonance is real, but I'm aware of it. Ego, my soul, I'm standing up. What if they're right? What if they're the ones that you should be maybe taking note of? What if they're just like you with no agenda? Because I'm not accusing you of having an agenda. I'm accusing you of being in a state of cognitive dissonance. It's understandable. But you still have a choice to look around, because your eyes are open, look around and have a look what is the positive charge to this negative, this big weighty negative that's being pushed on everyone. Well, look over here. Like I said, you've got millions of people from all walks of life, all races, all creeds, all marching together saying, no, this is wrong. We're standing up for humanity. We're standing up for every single soul on this plane that should have the right to go and see their loved ones whenever they want and shouldn't have to stand two meters away and shouldn't have to make their children wear masks inside schools when they've been told that children are at no risk anyway. Think about what you're being told to support this side of your cognitive dissonance and just have a real good look inwards as we always say. So how do you feel about this thought pattern? Because that's all that is. That's a thought pattern. That's not your reality. It's what you're being told to believe is your reality. You choose to make it your reality. That's up to you. You choose to get sick. You're going to get sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's that internal thought. And again, it's a choice. <laughs> But just taking a tiny bit of time out just to look at it, knowing, not just, oh, this is a waste of time, knowing this could change my entire life. Because this one thing here, if, if it changes, the whole world changes. So I think just that alone is worth taking the time out just to look. Because what I do understand is that people just present all sorts of rubbish, nonsense, loads of different things. But there is some credible people out there now speaking the doctors, the scientists, I can give you a whole list of names. Go and look at them, the ones with credibility. It's not the guy with the long hair, with the massive beard and all these different things platted into him. It's someone who's really credible and got a good reputation. And then once you just look at one, you'll see someone else talking. You'll see someone else talking. And that's the beauty of the internet at the moment is that we're now exposed to a lot more information and you're seeing a lot more people are speaking their truths because they've realized how much the world is in a state of cognitive dissonance. And sometimes we have to keep speaking from like a number of different angles and in different ways before someone can experience it for themselves to wake up. Yeah, bang on me. And, you know, this, this pandemic, this is just one, one example. This is just one example. But the thing is, at the moment, it's such a poignant example because of, of how it's been allowed to play out they couldn't they couldn't have dreamed in a million years if you think about it, if if someone had said to you two and a half years ago whenever it was this started that again okay <laughs> this is what someone tells you right just before this kicks off this pandemic i'm going to tell you this story there's going to be this group of people led by a really famous guy from from microsoft who has nothing to do with medicines, but is a eugenicist and does lots, lots of talks on TED Talk. You can find him talking years ago about um, depopulating the planet using vaccination. So in this story, that's our starting point. They're going to meet up in, a, in an October, November of one year, and they're going to play out a digital, with lots of world leaders, a digital viral pandemic, which is a breakout from an animal of some sort that then turns into a virus and, and it, they play it out as, 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 a, as, as like a Fortnite game, if you like, where they're all involved, they've all got their little boat to play, 
and uh, and they just they realised quickly just how incredibly quick this virus can spread and they'll have to lock the world down and they'll have to uh, implement vaccinations and they'll have to stop people from seeing each other blah, blah, blah. and then part this is remember this is the story i'm telling you and then in january that year the next year a dingbat bites a child <laughs> in africa and what happens is a pandemic starts and absolutely everything we played out in that game that we just so happened to make up two and a half months, three months before. We just played it out. There was all media there. It's not a secret. Go onto the WHO website. You'll find all this information about Agenda 21. Have a look. It's there. This is our story. And, oh, the, story, the bulk of this story is after the preface, the index that you just sort of learned about, is everything we played out in that room for six hours or eight hours, whenever it was, they was locked in there for 12 hours. That then played out for the next two and a half years. Okay. Would you honestly, at that point, say, yeah, yeah, that's realistic. Yeah, I can imagine that happening. You couldn't. You right. definitely, definitely couldn't. Yet that's exactly, exactly what's happened. Bill Gates came up with an idea to play that. That was led by him, that get-together. Come on, let's all go to Bill's. WHO's where we sat this year, and we're going to get everyone in, and we're going to play a big game of Battleship with the human population. <laughs> Massive game. And you know what that's going to happen? Fuck me. Guess what, people? In January, we're going to sit back and go, fucking hell, imagine that. We just played that out last year. Oh, now it's happening. Oh, I'm quitting Microsoft. I'm now head of vaccinations. Oh, don't worry about them talks that I've said for the last 10 years about <laughs> eugenicism and depopulation due to vaccinations. That don't mean nothing to you because you're in a state of cognitive dissonance and you're just going to nod and go ahead with what I'm saying and let's move on to the next stage, which is jabbing your kids. That's exactly what's happened. Yeah, that was brilliant. It sounded a bit like Russell Brand then, just didn't flow. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's how. But again, I, I use that same example. Let's go back how we would react. Like if we were to look and say, right, there's going to be this pandemic that they've had actually no proof on. There's a 99% survival rate. Um, the, the death numbers are the same. The flu just disappeared off the face of the earth. Um, but what happens is we're going to empty all the uh, supermarkets out. Everyone's going to be frantically <laughs> trying to buy toilet paper. <laughs> And then everyone's going to have to queue outside the supermarkets with a single file line, even when it's pissing with rain, but stand in the squares, because if you stand outside the squares, that's not in the line. And then people are going to be on the internet shouting at each other going, stay inside, don't be so selfish. And then when you walk outside in the park, they go, whoa, stay away from me, you're going to give me the virus. Can you imagine like telling how people react throughout this whole thing? To only find out that fucking hell, it was it was really a cold, and you have to wear masks in restaurants, and you can, you have to wear it when you're standing up to go to the toilet. But when you sit down, you can take it off. But the virus is only going to hit you if you're standing up. Or let's ram pack a plane <laughs> with loads of people like sardines, and when they eat their food, they've got to take their their mask off. And when they go back uh, finish their food, they put the mask back on. You're going to be safe from this like devastating virus, like that alone is just stupidity. And if you look back and think, I mean, I actually subscribe to that. <laughs> and and, and yeah, also what makes me worse, there's, yeah, there's no research on masks stopping the spread of COVID. Like you sit on a train and someone does a fart, you've got your mask on, you're going to smell that straight away. If COVID's this <laughs> deadly viral bacteria virus, you would have caught that with <laughs> with a paper mask on. It's laughable. And and there's been different stages of where people are waking up. So that cognitive dissonance, okay, they realise. But then they get aggressive with the other people that are still not woken up yet. At the very start, I had people screaming at me saying how selfish I was because I was still driving in my car and the motorways are empty. I didn't have my mask on in my car because... It could spread. Like people were shouting at me for that sort of stuff, and the same people it's now crazy. are then shouting at others for not being awake. <laughs> it's crazy, mate. What, what, like I said, and none of this is. 
we're not we're not over exaggerating. These are all things that either we've experienced or you're, you've experienced. Like if you think about it, again, if even you just shift the focus from the virus for a moment, I've got within my circles good people that work bloody hard in life to build a business for themselves and their family, okay, which has instantly been taken away, everything. And now these people are in a state of, of fear, first and foremost, uh, um, fucking sadness that you could only imagine from going to a point where you're going for a house and everything's going well, you've got your business, you work bloody hard for in life, to all of a sudden, sudden that you're then having to think, right, I've lost my business, the mortgage is gone, like, I, I, I'm now, I've, I, I've even got furlough, you've got some, some scheme, Ponzi scheme from the government to help support you, and whilst this is going on, whilst this is going on, okay, Amazon, Google, fucking any Facebook are reporting profits, billions and billions and billions and billions of pounds and dollars of profits, while normal people aren't even able to go to the supermarket at some stages and get bread or toilet paper. Like, you couldn't make this stuff up. It's not just the virus. The virus is just the virus just deployed. I'm just something they shot out of a bat about, which, for the record, again, disclosed and accepted. It came from Wuhan from a lab. That's no longer did it this because it's always done in plain sight. The truth is always there. It's just mixed in with bats and all sorts of weird stories just to keep you thinking, to, to keep you in a state of cognitive dissonance. So we now know. Whether or not you know who to blame or point the finger at, we do now know it's been accepted. Yeah, this was something that was made. It was made. So that means it was intentionally <laughs> created knowing what it does. Now, but even then, so they intentionally create the virus, which 99% of us, it does fuck all to anyway. Yet, through that, and that's, they, they can always go back to that, yeah, but we told you. 99% of you, it's not going to affect. Yeah, but you told us to get the vaccines and everything else. Yeah, we did, but we told you. 99% of you have thumbed me off. You're not even going to get touched. Look at Fauci. Go back and look at Fauci's first words about a mask. A mask does nothing. Nothing. Then look at what he's now saying about masks. Just think, for the last two and a half years, your life has been dictated about this fucking mouth tampax that you have to put over yourself and breathe in and out, which, again, go online for all the different people. I just don't see these people's agendas. Mechanics, spray paints, people who work down in mines that will show you and demonstrate how ineffective a mask is all of the time. All of the fucking time, let alone against, like you said, a virus, a virus which people, you cannot catch a virus. It's impossible. You can't catch a virus. You've never been able to until COVID popped up. But then if you look into it, they'll still, they've always got, this is the scary thing. It's just, I was just about to say, Harry, they've always got truth on their side in a way, because the truth is always there, but they plant these seeds to put you in a state of cognitive dissonance, so that they've got the truth. Oh yeah, there's the truth, 99%. Yeah, we told you that from the off. Yeah, we told you masks didn't work from the off. It's always, oh, but you told us this is what, we told you both. You chose to believe one or the other. Yeah, that, that is so true. And again, it's so simple. The, as you were talking, there's cognitive dissonance that they then turn into and start defending too. It's because they've repeated it so much. Like the masks, for example, we, we know they don't work and we know that we wouldn't wear them unless we have to. But yet we still choose to put them on, even though that we know that they don't work and, and we, we know that we wouldn't wear them normally, but then we put them on. And worse, we then argue with other people because they haven't got their mask on. And I, 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 I think that's more out of like soul suffering that you 
are a bit jealous that this person's just walking around with no mask on because you know that he's right. So I've got to get angry with it, ego. And that's the, the key part, is making people aware of that. Why are you getting angry? If you've got a mask on, you are actually protected. If you think the masks work, you're fine from me. <laughs> Mate, in, in Canada, there's a, uh, was it Canada? It was Canada. There's a, a, a doctor came out, done a video, and he, oh no, even better than this, I'm going to give you two. First one, I'll finish the Canada thing. So in Canada, the doctor came out, and he said, for the first time in this whole COVID pandemic, the hospitals are actually bursting at the seams with people with serious illnesses. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Due to COVID and everything else, but he said they're vaccinated people. They're the people that have been vaccinated. Now, to top that off, there's a guy, and I can't come off of this screen, but I'll get his name. He's one of the guys that invented, in the first place, mRNA vaccines. Have you heard about him, what he's come out and said over the last two days? I've forgotten his name. But anyway, we'll, we'll have to get in the habit of posting names up uh, in, under these videos. Yeah, I'll send you the link for this, because I watched it earlier. This guy has come out, the guy who invented the mRNA, which are messenger vaccines, by the way. These are designed. They've got a, they've got a fucking job. They go into your body, okay, to fuck with your DNA. That is their job. That is their job. That's what they do. This isn't a conspiracy theory. This is what they do, okay? This guy has come out and said that all vaccinated people, this is not my words, look into I'll definitely send you this link, Hazard. Um, oh, actually, I, I can post it as a comment, can't I? Like afterwards, I can go on and just add the, add the video, can't I? Yeah? Yeah, people won't, yeah. People won't be able to look, click the link, but you'll have to just do the name of the video. Name of the video, yeah? All right, I'll do that. He's come out and said, like I said, the inventor, the main dude for these mRNA vaccines has come out and said that people that have been vaccinated should be quarantined because they're the people that are dangerous, not the unvaccinated. And again, why does that, why shouldn't that instantly make sense to you? Because what is your truth about this? Your truth is 99% of us are fine. That's the truth. That's never been in question. That has never, ever been in question from day one. And that in itself, you should make, make you think, what? No, this geezer must be talking shit. Let me go and have, oh, fuck me, he's right. On every single platform, if you look at the survival rate, it's 99%. 99%. That, 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 that's just anything in life. If there's 99%, you would bet every hand. You would put a full house in on the poker. Like, you'd go all in on the football bets. Like, you would risk your life, 99%. <laughs> Most people would. Like, it, it's baffling. But let's flip it. There's a 1% chance that you're going to get it, but you might as well take this vaccine anyway. That now sounds stupid. <laughs> if you look like this. There's only a 1% chance that you're going to die from COVID. Just one. You've got 1% chance of having an allergic reaction from a plaster. You've got a 1% flipping swallowing a tadpole that comes out your tap. <laughs> like, that's is minimal. It's almost impossible. But people are risking this experimental, which is the next bit of cognitive dissonance, is still an experimental. <laughs> it's, not, it's not been justified at all. And again, people argue with this as well. And the problem is, is that they hold on to that argument so much and they can't back it up with anything, not just one bit of logical thing. And this is the beauty of what we look into now, James, and, and being very confident on it. All you need to do is something that I can look at that makes sense. And then we can have that conversation. 100%. And let me tell you why this leads perfectly into why you need coaching. Why you might need coaching from me and Harry, individually or jointly. Why? Because I'm not talking to your egos now. I'm talking to your souls. And if one person out there was like me when I was back 20 years ago, when I was getting hit with truths and it was all just getting a bit too much, I was like, no, it's I was questioning everything because just something inherently inside me was telling me, James, things ain't right. 20 years later, I'm now... 20 years worth, Harry, pretty much the same, of information 
has bettered our lives where we've not judged ourselves, where we've not been made to feel well, but by other people, interestingly, by over the years, which is funny now, a lot of people come full, full circle. But we've, we've not made ourselves feel belittled or, oh, no, you know, it's only us. We can't achieve this. No. The reason you need coaching now, if you're in that state of questioning yourself, is what if someone just like you could share information with you at this point by listening to you initially without any judgment whatsoever, no judgment. So you can say whatever you want about what's going on now, not worrying what your mum thinks, your dad thinks, your best friend thinks, your girlfriend thinks, because that is what a lot of people I'm experiencing, including clients currently are facing is James, you, you know what? You're the only person I can talk to about this. And I'm not saying I'm special. No, not at all. That's not what me and Harry are claiming. But this is what we've chosen to do for a living because we're so passionate about it. What if we can give you that platform for a small investment in your soul? You're investing your soul where you can just air out everything and then that person listens intently with a smile knowing, yeah, this person's onto it. And then just pushes back at you maybe things that you're saying between the lines where you are still doubting yourself because you are still doubting yourself that's cognitive dissonance this is what we do we can deliver and I can guarantee you this we can deliver clarity to you in this time think about that for a minute we can give you clarity and we can do it by listening to all of your internal knowledge because that's what your soulful cognitive dis difference of opinions are. It's your soul going, no, I've got some bits here that I need to say, but your ego still saying, no, no, no. And you're, you're hearing at work from colleagues, they're talking about it all the time. And you're hearing, oh, I've, I'm in a double jab club. I'm a, and in your soul, you're embarrassed. No, I'm not, I've not been vaccinated. Oh, you're one of them. Yes, I'm telling you, you're one of them. Good on you. Stand up strong, stand up tall. I'm listening to you, so is Harry. This is what we do in coaching. This time more than ever is when people need to be heard. Unjudgmentally, completely unjudgmentally, you can say what you want in the space with me and Harry and know absolutely irrefutably you're not going to be judged you're not going to be questioned on what you're saying. You might, oh, you've just said this. I just want you to explain to me so I'm understanding where you're coming from. I'm not questioning you in any way because all I want to do is really listen to you unravel yourself and at the end of it go, yeah, I knew all that. I knew all of that. I'm really glad I've got that out because that's what we do as coaches, especially with what's going on now. So I challenge people, your egos, the ones that say, I don't need a coach. But if you are honest, you have these moments of doubt, reach out. Yeah. Reach out for a chat. You might be surprised. Me, me and James always offer a free coaching experience because the label coaching is met with a misunderstanding. It's not about me and James telling you what you're doing wrong or what you're doing right or what you need to do. It's about being able to literally just come to the table and like James said, go <coughs> and any of these self-doubts, these questions, the decisions, you're saying it out loud. We're literally being there present. Then you start answering these to yourself and just having someone to be able to just throw anything at. And like James said, it's not met with judgment. And for me to say it's not met with judgment, you have to experience it. Because when me and James have our conversations now, it is so powerful to be able to go, this is my day. Well, this is what this person made me feel and stuff. Knowing that you're not going to get met with judgment. People haven't experienced that. And I, and I really see the power of it within our coaching sessions when people actually realize, ah. And after just a few like minutes of, actually, I can say this. And then they start coming out with their own truths, being okay with it. And I think that's the key part is people allowing to be their self, but trusting in their self because ah, I'm allowed to say this. No one's going to uh, have this dirt on me. No one's going to say this. It's, it's literally just a mirror thrown back at you. I think it's, it's an experience that people have to go through and we're encouraging, come and book in for a conversation. You're the agenda.
That's it. You're the agenda. So for once, you can turn up without wondering what anyone's agenda is, because it's just you. It's just you and what you will experience, because we all do, me and Harry still do on a daily basis, is you've got an egotistical agenda that's pre-planted, which all you have to do is make sure you're in a safe space where it's being held for you for that to be allowed. It's like the other day we've done a talk on gas. Your ego, let's just say your ego is, is like it follows the laws of gas. Now, for those of you who don't know, the gas law is quite simple. Gas will fill the available space. Now, imagine all day long at work, you're hearing about vaccines. Keep it relevant to today's conversation. You know, you, you know it's coming around. Someone's going to, no one's asked yet. You've got a suspicion. People are thinking about, oh, I wonder if James has been vaccinated. He doesn't say anything. Like, people are, I'm, I'm experiencing this. People are really concerned about this whole shite at the moment. So all day long, you've got this going around in your head, not being let out whatsoever because the containment of your ego. Let's just say you could be put into a space where you could choose, where in this, this space... There is absolutely no one within this space that's feeding that ego. No one, not even yourself at this stage, because you've been put in this space now. This is your safe space. From the off, you've accepted that. Right, I'm sitting down now. I know I'm not in a place of judgment. What's going to happen? I tell you what's going to happen because we witness it every single time. Your ego starts finding there's, there's gaps, there's cracks appear. Why? Because all of a sudden, First and foremost, you're talking. So it's not that you're keeping it in all day and wondering what people, other people are saying about it and then you're wondering about what would I say if that happened. Like you're building all these internal dialogues, which is just your ego just going, thank you very much, another little, another little. All this, this extra ego that you've, you've pre-built into yourself, not in this space. In this space, you know you can sit down and you're going to listen to what you think. And when you start talking... What happens is, and it will happen every time, initially, you talk egotistically, because it takes a little while for the soul to come up. But then when you've got someone there, a coach, that's just sitting there with you, and you can feel that energy, that, that space being held for you, waiting for you to come through with your soul. And then, bosh, you say that first insight that, that you've not said, you've felt, you've, you've thought, but you've not allowed yourself to talk about it because you've never been in the right circles to talk about it. But now you are. You're with Harry and you're with James. You can talk about this now. What happens is it's beautiful. You start unraveling. The ego, it starts filling the space which is no longer contained within your head, which is out into the universe where it belongs with negative energy that doesn't belong to you. You're in this safe space now. And then all of a sudden your soul starts coming through and you start listening and you start laughing and you start just enjoying being able to talk and get things off your chest that you've held, which you are doing. I am accusing and challenging every, anyone who ever watches this. You all fall into this. We do. That's the beauty of coaching. We're not claiming to be perfect. We're claiming to have a set of ears or two sets of ears just ready just to show you, do you know what? You're all right. You're enough. You're on the right path. Now you're back on the path just because you've acknowledged it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to start coaching with him, mate. <laughs> yeah, encourage guys just to, to reach out, have an experience yourself. And, and bring to the table what you want to bring to the table, like the things that you want to focus on and, and want to work towards. Challenged and look at life through different lenses. And once you start doing it, then it's quite quickly you just start correcting yourself and start improving all the time and then get excited about everything that you're stepping into. It's, it's really powerful. We've seen some incredible transformations. I'm going to have Definitely, to show you, mate. mate. Yeah, me too. I was going to say, just to wrap it up, guys, just want to say, remember, Lads Talk Health, this is where we are. This is what we're about. You can reach out to either us individually, at Harry Thomas Coaching or James Mannion Coaching. Um, Harry, any other platforms you want to mention quickly? Sorry, my mind's... You got, uh, yeah. Oh, just to listen to the Fred of Enlightenment uh, podcast, which uh, podcast, yeah. we've got in our stories uh, today. But yeah, people, and we've got our meditation workshop, which... 
it's changing lives. It's incredible. Where it really has. It changed our lives. <laughs> so we know it works. So again, people, coaches are here to be used. Use us. Come, give it a go. Subscribe in your soul because that is the investment. You're putting a bit of subscription back into yourself rather than half the crap that we go out and spend our money on on the weekend, for example. So, Hazard, lovely, mate. We'll be back next Monday, right? Yeah, next Monday. We'll have a guest next week as well, so we'll announce that over the weekend. Brilliant. Take care, bro. I'll speak to you soon. See you, bro. Thank you so much for listening. If you've been interested in this content and want to reach out for us a one-on-one or group or community coaching, please don't hesitate to. You can find us at Lads Talk Health on Instagram. On Telegram, if you're interested in the natural plant medicine, search for Rick Simpson Oil, best Rick Simpson Oil, forward slash cannabis oil, forward slash THC oil. You'll also find us on Instagram at Lads Talk Health. We've got a community membership site. If you're interested, please reach out. The membership site is www.ladstalkhealth.com And again, love to all.